0: rooster for your morning all the news you need to know it's the wabc early news on 77 wabc
1: welcome to the 77 wabc early news i'm temper valentine with your news sports business traffic and weather and here's everything you need to know the top five at five they have no
2: interest in procedure no interest in precedent uh, and no interest frankly in the law
1: Former House Speaker Newt Gingrich blasting the FBI partisan politics after a top FBI official is shown the door over political bias. The U.S. DOJ says they turned up a limited number of documents subject to attorney-client privilege at Mar-a-Lago. New York City spending upwards of $7 million to hire a vendor to deal with asylum seekers from Texas. New poll out, it finds most respondents think President Biden should not seek re-election and that former President Trump would win if he runs in 2024. Tesla CEO Elon Musk thinks civilization would crumble if the world halted the production of oil and natural gas. Former Washington field office assistant special agent in charge Tim Thibault was reportedly escorted out of the FBI Friday That amid whistleblower allegations that he showed political bias in his handling of politically sensitive investigations, including Hunter Biden's laptop and the recent raid on Mar-a-Lago. The Washington Times first reported Thibault abruptly resigned, but then said he was forced to leave his post. And it also cites two unnamed former FBI officials. Former House Speaker Newt Gingrich spoke about it on 77 WABC host Mark Levin's Fox News show.
2: I think you just have to assume this is part of a deliberate, vicious, ongoing struggle, which I predict will lead them to try to indict President Trump in a D.C. jury in a district in which he got 5.6 percent of the vote. These people are playing for keeps.
1: Whistleblowers allege that Thibault concealed the partisan nature of evidence from FBI Director Christopher Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland to secure their approval to open an investigation into former President Donald Trump. That investigation culminated, culminated rather, in the FBI's raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate earlier this month. The U.S. Justice Department's search of former President Donald Trump's home this month termed up a limited number of documents potentially subject to attorney-client privilege. That, according to Monday's court filing by federal prosecutors, this new disclosure by the U.S. Justice Department could bolster a request by Trump's legal team to appoint a special master to conduct a review of the items the FBI sees from Trump's Florida estate August 8th. The department also revealed that its filter team has already completed its review of those materials, a sign that Trump's request for a special master could be too late. Former New Jersey Superior Court Judge Andrew Napolitano spoke to the 77 WABC Early News.
2: This motion, this application is too little, too late. The government has already reviewed all the documents they've taken from the former president. This application should have been made to the court while... The search was going on so that the FBI would have been compelled to surrender these documents directly to the special master.
1: A special master is an independent third party, sometimes appointed by a court in sensitive cases to review materials potentially covered by attorney-client privilege. A New York City plans to spend $6.75 million to hire a vendor to deal with the influx of thousands of migrants from Texas, the City of New York's Human Resources Administration, in partnership with the Mayor's Office of Immigrant Affairs, is looking to hire a nonprofit vendor. Here's New York City Mayor Eric Adams. We want to make sure when we open the site uh, that we're able to continue the continuous success of managing large number of those who are seeking uh, asylum or seeking um, shelter in, in, in this city. The vendor will provide a service operations and case management at the city's asylum navigation center and satellite sites throughout New York City. Well, a new USA Today Ipsos poll finds that more than half of Democratic voters think President Biden should not seek reelection in 2024, while four out of five Republicans believe former President Donald Trump would win if he runs in 2024. said Biden should bow out, and just 44% said Biden should run again. Siena College pollster Dr. Don Levy spoke to the 77 WABC Early News back in July. He says key here are those independent voters in swing states who don't back Biden.
0: And those are the swing voters. Those are the people that ultimately will probably be deciding the election in most of the swing states. 68% say that they currently disapprove of his job performance.
1: In contrast, 59% of Republicans say Trump should be the GOP nominee and deserves to be elected, while 41% disagree, opting for another candidate to run the country. Tesla CEO and the world's richest person, Elon Musk, on Monday backed additional efforts to drill for natural gas and oil in the short term. Speaking at a conference in Norway, Musk claimed civilization will crumble if the world halted the use of oil and natural gas. Musk called for continued drilling and exploration of fossil fuel sources.
0: In order for civilization to continue to function... Uh, We we do need oil and gas. And I think, actually, uh, especially these days with the the Russia sanctions, uh, uh, we do need to provide oil and gas to keep civilization
1: running. The billionaire suggested that the transition to green energy sources will take decades and that fossil fuels will be needed in the meantime. President Joe Biden headed to Pennsylvania. He is expected to visit wilkes Bar today to focus on his Safer America plan. It aims to expand gun control measures and mental health resources. Here's White House Press Secretary Jean Pierre.
0: He will highlight how his plan
1: would invest 100 more cops for effective, accountable community policing that builds public trust and strengthens public safety. The plan builds on the bipartisan proposal passed by Congress in June. The trip was rescheduled from last month after Biden tested positive for COVID-19 twice. Vice President Kamala Harris sidestepped a question about who will be paying for the government's massive student loan handout program estimated to cost taxpayers half a trillion dollars. Instead, Harris chose to criticize the critics during an event for the postponed Artemis 1 launch yesterday. Confronted by a Fox News producer, Harris did not even attempt to provide an answer to the question. First of all, uh, a lot of the same people who are criticizing what we rightly did in following through on a commitment that we made um, to forgive student loan debt uh, are the same people who voted for a tax cut for the richest Americans. President Biden's plan is to cancel $10,000 in federal as student loans for anybody making less than $125,000 or $250,000 for married couples. The number goes up to $20,000 of debt cancellation for Pell Grant recipients, some estimates Calculate the cost of this program to be upwards of $500 billion to taxpayers. Former President Donald Trump Monday demanded that he be installed as commander-in-chief of the United States, 22 months after he lost the 2020 race. The twice-impeached ex-president proposed a new election if he is not returned to the White House right away. His idea is to declare the 2020 vote irreparably compromised and hold a new election immediately. Conservatives have latched onto remarks made by Facebook Chief Mark Zuckerberg about his social platforms handling of the Hunter Biden laptop story ahead of the 2020 election.
2: Basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us. and was like, hey, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. We thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump that's similar to that.
0: So just be vigilant.
1: He made that comment on Joe Rogan's podcast. John Paul Mac Isaac took in Hunter Biden's laptop at his now shuttered Delaware store, and he spoke to the 77 WABC early news questioning who gave the order to squash the investigation into Hunter Biden.
2: So it begs the question who was making the decision to control the FBI to steer the election to favor the Biden administration. Because I don't think it was they were acting under the orders of the Biden administration because back then the Biden administration was just a campaign.
1: A recent survey by Technometrica Institute of Policy and Politics found that 79 percent of respondents believe that Trump would have likely defeated President Joe Biden if voters were told that the contents of the younger Biden's laptop were genuine and not Russian disinformation, as had been suggested by the intelligence community. Border Patrol agents discovered some $4.3 million in illegal drugs, fentanyl pills, during a traffic stop along Interstate 8 near Gillibend, Arizona. On August twenty-six. a search of this vehicle revealed three bags coated with axle grease and wrapped in black tape and cellophane. Former DEA Special Agent Derek Maltz appeared on Fox News earlier this month.
2: Unfortunately, this is happening all too often. 9,000 a month. Dan, the other thing, too, Joe Biden said publicly that he recognized the drug crisis as an unusual, extraordinary threat to national security. So the logical question is then why the hell is the border wide open? Why are you allowing an invasion in 150 countries? All these godaways.
1: Agents found 340 packages filled with 187 pounds of fentanyl pills. In this one case, the driver and her female passenger expected to face drug charges. Ukraine's military claims to have broken through Russia's first line of defense in the occupied Kherson Ker- occupied region. The reported push appears to form part of a long-awaited counteroffensive being launched by Kiev. It's an attempt to retake the country's southern area in Ukraine. It follows weeks of Ukrainian attacks aimed at cutting off Russian forces from main supply routes. General Jack Kane spoke about the Ukrainian efforts on Cats at Night, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Katzmatidis.
0: They were taking down
1: the ground lines of communication, the bridges that service Kursan uh, City and making certain that those are cut off. So the
0: Russians are going to have great difficulty supplying their troops. And hopefully the Ukrainians will be
1: able to succeed in this much anticipated uh, counteroffensive, which we've waited weeks uh, to unfold. Russia's military claims that Ukrainian troops suffered heavy losses during an unsuccessful attacking attempt. Russia has occupied large areas of Ukraine's Kershon region since its invasion began back on February 24th. an influential Shiite cleric announced that he will resign from Iraqi politics, sparking hundreds of his angry followers to storm the government palace. Fifteen protesters were killed. The protests Monday followed the announcement by Shiite cleric Muqtada al sadr 77 WABC Time Check 515. Time for Justin Ellick with a look at sports.
2: Well, you got that right, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with the early news sports update. And just like that, Yankees fans are sweating again as the roller coaster that has been the second half of their 2022 season continues to run wild. After winning five straight, the Yanks have gone on to now lose three in a row as they opened up their three-game set in Anaheim last night with a 4-3 to loss in a showdown between the American League's top two MVP candidates. Shohei Ohtani made his bid with a two-run shot in the fifth to put the Angels up a pair. Aaron Judge wouldn't let him steal all his thunder, though, as he answered in the eighth with big number 50. The 1-1. High drive. Left center. Trout back. Locking up. See ya,
0: number 50. Aaron Judge connects for his 50th home run of the year and it's 4-3 Angels. Home run number 50
2: on a slider that... The chase for 62 continues. That call courtesy of the Yes Network. Despite the Judge Homer and a long ball to boot off the bat of Anthony Rizzo, New York could not prevail as with the loss of their lead in the East now shrinks to seven games with the Rays getting the night off last night. There's no room for dilly-dallying in this league, and the Yankees are seeing the evidence of that fact play out right before their eyes. Whatever's broken, they need to fix it, and fast. They'll try and do so tonight at 9.38 p.m. in Game 2 of their set in Anaheim as Jamison Tyone gets the ball going up against Anaheim's Mike Myers. As for the Mets, they were off last night but kick off a big series with the Dodgers in town over the next three days. Game one is set for tonight at 7.10 p.m. Eastern with Taiwan Walker scheduled to battle L.A.'s Andrew Heaney. And she lives to fight another day in Queens, as Serena Williams' expected retirement will have to wait after the 23-time major champion won her opening round matchup in straight sets against Danka Kovanich at the U.S. Open last night. Up next for the GOAT is a bout with number two, with number two seed, excuse me, Annette Kontavite, on Wednesday in the second round. For more sports content, follow 77WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here are the early news sports update. I'm Justin Ellig on
1: 77WABC. All right, thanks, Justin. Lou Dobbs has your financial report. This is the
0: 77 WABC. Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Ryan Lang in for Lou Dobbs. Stocks struggling to start the week. The future looks bright for one EV charging company. Investors expecting big things from Apple. Those stories next. Wall Street's late summer sell-off continued Monday. All three major indexes posting losses in yesterday's session. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down more than 184 points. The NASDAQ lost 124 points. EV charging network, ChargePoint Holdings Inc. reporting earnings today. The stock price had dropped 50% since its IPO in March last year, but with renewed government commitments to clean energy, Wall Street expecting a 26% revenue jump for the second quarter and an even rosier full-year outlook from ChargePoint. Apple expecting to unveil four new iPhones and a new Apple Watch next week. The iPhone 14 series will likely feature the iPhone Mini and Pro versions, along with a host of new features. The Apple Watch Series 8 has investors buzzing about the new rugged model, featuring a larger, more durable display. Next week's signature Apple Will be the first in person event for Apple since 2019 due to COVID. Please join Lou several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report.
1: Checking futures, they're mixed. The Dow up 199 points at 32,274. S and P's risen 31 and a half. The Nasdaq's climbed 131 and one quarter points. Gold down three dollars 60 cents an ounce. Crude this morning down a dollar a barrel at 95.96 dollars 96
0: The WABC Early News.
1: News time five twenty. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. New York City's Mayor Eric Adams reviewing a package of bills that will bolster the health of expectant mothers in New York City. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has more. Mayor Adams in a press conference Monday said black women are nine times
0: more likely to die of pregnancy-related causes than white women in New York City.
1: That is an alarming, unacceptable number. It is not acceptable for mothers to be dying at the moment. We should be welcoming a new life.
0: One of the bills that he reviewed focuses on funding doula training and services, while another will improve access to data regarding maternal mortality and morbidity. Once the measures become law, Adams says they will continue to empower women with information. He plans to sign the legislation on a later date. For 77 WABC Early News... I'm Frank Diaz. In the
1: same press conference, Mayor Adams said he plans to reassign even more police officers from plant manager duties out to patrol units hitting the streets amid soaring crime and staffing shortages. Too many police officers are doing clerical duties. During this all-hands-on-deck moment, I need every police officer to carry out his function And that is to protect the public. NYPD uniformed officers working as precinct plant managers usually oversee building maintenance. The change goes into effect immediately. It's all part of the NYPD's effort to maximize the number of uniformed members assigned to perform patrol duties, according to an internal memo reviewed by the New York Post. And now Adams said that he is keeping his campaign promise by getting more cops back out onto the streets through redeployment tactics. The NYPD's latest figures out Monday, meanwhile, show major crimes such as rape and robbery continue to surge 36 percent year over year, although murders and shootings are down about 10 percent. The dangerous act of subway surfacing has caused a 15-year-old male to lose an arm severed by a subway train in Queens Monday morning. Police say this teen was with three other teenagers climbing on top of a train subway car when he fell onto train tracks near the Jackson Heights Roosevelt Avenue station just before 10.30 a.m. A northbound R train ran over his arm. He was found unconscious lying in a pool of blood. Christian Mohika described the scene to ABC7.
0: I saw police
2: putting up the tape and a lot, like, the actual body on the floor. I don't want to see, like, I, I didn't want to see it. Like, that's it's not pretty. So I saw face, blood, and, like, slumped over, like a person slumped over. And I was like, let me not. And I just left, but it wasn't pretty.
1: The scene was transported to Bellevue Hospital, where his arm had to be amputated. The incident comes as the MTA is seeing a Big, alarming increase in such incidents. 627 incidents so far this year compared to 96 in 2021. That marks a 553% increase. An 18-year-old from Belrose, Long Island, Bassar Amin, died. The victim of an apparent drowning at White Lake up in Sullivan County on Sunday. His uncle, who tried to save the teen, also died at a hospital the teen's sister, who also tried to save her brother, remains in critical condition at last report. New York State Police said the triple tragedy occurred in the deep portion of White Lake. Neighbor Laura Sethi spoke to NBC New York about the family. We saw
2: when they were packing to go on the strip. We were right here looking at them. They were so happy.
1: Divers from the local fire department pulled all three victims from the lake. A cousin told NBC New York the uncle had died. The cousin said the sister was still hospitalized. The accused Queen's duck sauce killer denied gunning down a restaurant delivery man and said in a six-page rant a suicide note he didn't want to be sent back to the notorious Rikers Island Jail Complex. Suspect Glenn Hirsch fatally shot himself August 5th. He called his case very winnable and said he had actually been looking forward to his day in court, but not being locked up again. Hersha's attorney, Michael Horn, spoke after his client's release back in June. I thought the judge made a nice compromise about public
0: safety versus the rights of an individual not convicted of a crime. Our position is that he's not The guy who did this.
1: Hirsch was freed on bail in connection with April's killing of beloved restaurant worker Zywen Yan. The 45-year-old was killed on April 30th. Hirsch, months earlier, had waged a months-long harassment campaign over not receiving enough duck sauce in his food order. He allegedly shot and killed Yan at an intersection in Forest Hills, Queens. New York Governor Kathy Hochul sparked intense outrage after lambasting New York Republican candidates during a speech last week, telling them to get out of town and head to Florida, where they belong. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro just jump on a bus and head down to Florida, where you belong. Okay, get out of town. Get out of town because you don't re- you don't represent our values. You are not New Yorkers. That caused outrage to boil over on social media Monday with Twitter users slamming the New York governor for her intolerant angle and accusing her of isolating all Republicans living in the Empire State. Hochul later defended her comments and claimed they were meant for gubernatorial Republican challenger Representative Lee Zeldin and his political allies, former President Donald Trump and congressional candidate Mark Molinaro. Republicans across the spectrum took exception. Neighboring Vermonters, neighboring Vermont Republicans chimed in, ripping Hochul and extending an invitation for New York Republicans to move to the Green Mountain State. Well, a popular animated movie has a different message for theater goers in China. Jack on Carl is the story. Minions. There are a lot of other villains in the world, but I am going to be a super villain. The latest Minions movie, The Rise of Gru, has a message for audiences in China other countries won't see, and that is crime doesn't pay. A postscript added to the version being shown in China says a villainous character who drives off a free man at the end of the movie is later jailed for 20 years. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Jacqueline Carl. If you missed the Top 5 at 5 and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC
0: Early News on 77 WABC.